Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Grounded. Episode 18 is here among us. I can't believe we have had 18 episodes of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon, and you are Craig. I'm glad you remembered that. Right? Right. 18 episodes. This is number 18, counting the, the pilot. The, the pilot, yeah. That's that's test. crazy. It, uh, it doesn't actually seem like it, but it does kind of seem like it because it, um, right now, like from last week to this week, it just rolled around very fast. It, it seems like it does a lot of times too, which is good. I oh, mean, yeah. I always oh, yeah. look forward to being here. Yeah. In this room with you. I've still your... had a couple people, you know, from time to time say you guys need to do two a week or uh, three a week. Somebody said you need to do four a week. Um, I'm going to have to get paid if I do four. Right. I could justify doing two a week maybe, mm-hmm. but anything above that. But I'll tell you, on a day like this, beautiful morning. Oh, man. 65 degrees as I was coming in, like low humidity. The sun was shining. I was listening to, um, you know, XM radio on the way, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful morning coming. Yeah, in. I mean, I love. Were you it, listening so. to the message? <laughs> the message? <laughs> no, actually, I was not. I actually was listening to the all '80s station. Okay, on, oh, that's that. Uh, I bet that's yeah, good. It's, it's actually very good. And uh, so uh, I kind of um, about halfway between here and Marysville, and all of a sudden, um, one song came on. Big time song. Were you jamming? And I was jamming, and I literally cranked that thing up. I at one point I had to crank it down because the back speaker was distorting. So I thought, well, I need to, <laughs> I need to try something different. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, That's the power of love. That's the power of love. Yeah. Love. So you know, Huey Lewis, and then so now it got me uh, thinking about, um, you know, do I need to walk watch Back to the Future again? You Let's know, because uh, I, I can <laughs> tell you two people that will be in with you on that. You and your mom. She might too, but Christian, yeah. he, he likes Back that. to the Future. Yeah, he loves. We've watched them all. Do you, do you know the thing about Back to the Future that I don't think about until I actually watch it? How is, much language is, is in how it? How much language is in that, right? Yeah. Oh, my Try goodness. watching it with a uh, seven-year-old and it's like, yeah. oh, hey, buddy, you yeah. can't say that word. Yeah, you can't say that. Do or not that. <laughs> don't copy Biff, whatever you do. Yeah, what, don't do yeah. it. Don't do it. Exactly. So how about you? How's your, how's that, how was your weekend? And I know you had some company. We had and... some company. It was good. This morning, so it was 65 when you left. I walked out of the door. It was 55 degrees mm-hmm. when we went running this morning. And my goodness, it was beautiful. It was just yeah. like today... Like Jordan, I, I had a long sleeve, like a running shirt on, just a really thin. I, after like the first lap, I had to take it off and wrap it around my waist. But Jordan was like, "It's cold." I'm like, "This is perfect weather." Yeah, that perfect. Pretty much, that's perfect weather. Yeah. So had a cheat day Friday um, from the caveman diet. Did you say cheap date? Cheap or date. Cheat day. Cheat day. Okay. Thank you. Very first cheat day we've taken. So today is like. Five weeks. We've been five weeks on the the caveman, right? On the paleo diet. Good for you. It's going great. Uh, I had just kind of hit a wall. Oh yeah. Um, on weight that. loss and needed just to kind of re re kickstart my my metabolism and stuff. And so right. we went to Olive Garden. That was good. And oh yeah, it was okay. I mean, have you noticed? Like Longhorns is different. I know you you've been to Longhorns a few times recently, right? Longhorns, I believe, is an anomaly. Yeah, because you can go to Longhorns and you know. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, you're going to get a fantastic meal. Service is going to be good, right? The steak is going to be cooked perfect, perfect. The sides are great always, right? And, and it's just like, but I feel like other restaurants have just like went way downhill. Like mm-hmm. even Olive Garden, it it wasn't it wasn't that great. It was okay, 
Yeah. I'm, like I got the chicken parmesan and it's like I could make better chicken parm at home. Right. Probably on the Blackstone. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Now, today's episode is brought to you by Blackstone. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you because sometimes it's um you, you quite not know you, you you're not knowing what you're going to get, and the food could be absolutely fabulous, but the service is terrible. Yep. Or the food's so so, and the service is just they're bending over backwards for you. Um, you know, I know that places right now are a little shorthanded. They, they are, yeah. and um, I'm not sure how that's going to play out here in the next few weeks because all the things you hear coming down yeah, with more lockdowns and. You know, or just, um, saw last night, uh, starting today, uh, Kansas City, uh, Missouri, uh, Kansas City goes on, um, mask mandates and even if you're vaccinated. So a lot of squirrely things and a lot of squirrely people in charge right now. Yeah. But so y- you have people who are not working right now. Yeah. And who should be working. They should be. And so we're, we're, people are understaffed. And so you might have, you know, you know, instead of two cooks and, or three cooks in, in a big restaurant like that, you might have one now. Right. And so, right. yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's going on. And that's the thing is like our service was not great at all. And mm-hmm. the food was so, so. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Olive Garden. My grandson. You love Clayton. all those spices and mm. stuff. The, the garlic. You're a big fan of garlic, oh, aren't you? Yeah. I'm a huge fan of garlic. <laughs> just, just give it to me all the day, all day long. My grandson Clayton, he loves Olive Garden. So yeah. he was here, you know, mm-hmm. a month and a half ago and, after church, we took him to Olive Garden and, um, you know, I'll, I'll admit what I had was pretty decent and uh, I just, it's not something I'd eat every day, right? but, um, it was pretty decent and, um, but he loves it. But again, the service was terrible Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, I hate to say that, but I, I, I really do too, was. because I like to try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I try to tip well and, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what they're going through. And again, you don't know if they're understaffed and they're having to pick right. up more tables than they right. normally would. So. But but that was good, and then um, I did have a couple pieces of cheesecake that night. Not pieces, sorry, a couple of bites of cheesecake. Oh, I was like, wow, yeah. you did go. Um, had a couple hog. bites of just a plain sweet tooth confections che- cheesecake. Um, they're they're doing well. I've been Great. noticing their Facebook. They've got their business up and running again, and um, kind of they've passed the torch there. They have, haven't that, they? And, and it's going seems you, to be are going you, are well. Are you putting in a plug for them right now? It's, yes. So if you go on to, to Facebook and search Sweet Tooth Confections, they will meet all of your cheesecake needs. They've got a, I think, a coffee. <laughs> they've got a. <laughs> you all right? No. They've cheesecake got a coffee needs. cheesecake oh, in the works. Uh, from what I hear, so like I may have to have a cheat day for that. Did you say a cheap date or <laughs> cheat day? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but they, this month's flavor, I think, is chocolate chip. Oh, is it really? So like here I am on this diet where I can't have this stuff, and my Facebook feed is loaded with cheesecake, right? And cheesecake and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah that's tempting. That's you know, you're you're probably uh, your your tongue's hanging out, oh, you're man. salivating. You're like, I wish, yeah. I wish, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> But no, other than that, yeah, we did have company this weekend. That was good. Mom and dad came in. Saw on, your parents yesterday. That was yeah, nice. It was good to yep. spend a few days, yep. a couple of days with them. Dad and I, um, and Christian went up Saturday and moved a tree stand and set a trail camera out. And we grabbed a load of wood that dad and I had cut back in like February. Okay. Um, but we, it was too wet to get back in there to it. And so we picked up that load of wood. And then after church yesterday, they came to early service, went down to the berry farm and picked some blackberries. Um, if you're in the Ridgewood area and you haven't had blackberries from the berry farm, they are scrum diddly umptious. Kind of like the Wonka bar, but a little different. Scrum diddly, how, what was that again? The scrum diddly umptious bar. Don't you remember that scrum from Willy Wonka? Yeah. How, can, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Yep. Anyways, um, it's been a long time. So they did that. And then after we got home, I changed and made a smoothie and dad and I headed back north and picked up another 
load of wood again. Good for you guys. So I'm, I'm sore, but yeah, Anita yeah. went, to, took Davis there last week to the uh, berry farm and they ended up uh, making some, um, freezer jam. That's good stuff. Mm. Mm. That's some good junk right there. Sounds good. Freezer jam. So, uh, but yeah, they did that. And of course, you know, you eat a lot of berries and so, you know, the thing about blackberries, they're, they're not my like go-to berry right. just because of the seeds and all that kind of stuff. They're very but, seedy, but yeah. these are so good. Like, they are, but you will get a tart one and yes. it'll literally turn my face inside mm-hmm. out. And then the next one will be super sweet. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Yeah. Yep. And as the season goes on, I, I like it because you get different kinds of berries too. Like right. in different areas, different rows, they plant just different variations. And so they plant some of them a little later, some right. of them earlier. And so they seem to be, seem to be doing well this year. They've had to open up extra days for picking. So I think the, the harvest I is, saw that. is yeah, I saw that. really good right yeah. now. So, so I, um, saw something else yesterday at church, quite a few of them. The grounded t-shirt. Something you're looking at right now. Looking right now. I'm looking at the grounded t-shirt that Brandon is, um, wearing. And, um, yeah, I saw, um, people and the people that weren't wearing them got their t-shirt yesterday and they, they were, were, uh, they were excited. They were pretty excited. And, uh, was it Wyatt that got the, the polo? He yep. put that on after, uh, Did he? after church. Yeah. He was wearing that um, nice. around. So we've got another order for a couple more shirts. Yeah, so, so that's really good. Anybody's listening, you want a grounded T-shirt, uh, send us an email, Richwood Church of Christ, R-I-C-H-W-O-O-D, Church of Christ at gmail.com. And uh, we can have uh, any shirt made you want. If you want a T-shirt, any color, sweatshirt, long sleeve T-shirt, hoodie, you name it, we've got polos. You can get a polo. Not only will it make your day, but you'll make your friends envious. So, you exactly. know, there you go. What, what do you think about that? Exactly. My kiddos were wearing them yesterday. My wife had one good, on. My yeah. mom was wearing hers. Your mom's looked really good. It was that light blue. Carolina blue. Okay. Everything well. my mom has is Carolina blue. Well, you know what? Um, she's a very nice lady and, <laughs> but she does need prayer in that department. So let's, let's pray right now. <laughs> so my mom is, is the secretary of school back in Virginia and, um, their minister or minister, their principal is a big UK fan. Big See, UK now, fan. I don't know this guy, but he has to be walking with the Lord. Yeah, his name is Rob. Okay. So, he must be, I guess. You know, it's, i got a good friend who's a UK fan. Yeah. I can tolerate a few of you. Well, the bad thing about the Kentucky Wildcats last year is they were dismal. Dismal. You know, if they got a new coach, it might help them. Well, yeah. You're, I, I would probably agree with you on that one. Not my favorite coach no, out there in not mine either. basketball. You know, here's the thing, um, and we won't talk Kentucky basketball because people are like, oh gosh, I'm going to get lost here, but, uh, I really like Tubby Smith and, uh, um, I liked Tubby. Tubby Smith I thought was a great guy. He was a good man. Mm-hmm. He was a decent moral man. He mm-hmm. was a, um, a man that was involved in the community and they still have stuff down in Lexington. Yeah, and he hasn't been there for, sure. for years and, uh, uh, charities that he started and, um, but the, um, Kentucky fans in Lexington, and uh, all around didn't really appreciate Tubby Smith because they were so in love with Rick Pitino because yeah. he followed Pitino. And right. I was never a Rick Pitino fan. I always thought Rick Pitino was like a uh, a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. And uh, when pretty much he yeah. ended up being what I thought he was. Yeah. And uh, and I think the same thing about the current coach too. I, I think he's kind of like a greasy um, mm-hmm. used car salesman. And but Tubby, um, I thought Tubby did a good job. Of, um, you know, putting that team, uh, you know, they won it the first year was there. And right. Everybody's like, well, that was Patino's team. And yeah. uh, maybe, but you still have to win it. Yep. And exactly. he wasn't there when they won it. So Tubby's still at Minnesota. 
I think he is still at Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Good guy, though. Good yep. guy. But yep, exactly. anyway, go Tubby Smith if you're listening. So there you go. College basketball is right around the corner. It is that. So, so What else has been up? Good week? Yeah, pretty good week. Um, you know, just, um, you know, it was a um, – got to meet my um, – son and his family for yeah. dinner on um saturday we swapped uh, and they picked up davis halfway did and you get him his grounded t-shirt i did not but you i forgot to. his t-shirt well he did we didn't order one. Oh, dustin. dustin for dustin i left it at home oh man so i got there and i was like you're not gonna believe what i left i left your t-shirt at home so. sorry dustin i'm sure exactly. that's the one thing he wanted he was like well, you yeah. can keep my son i just want my t-shirt i just need my t-shirt <laughs> you know i need to make my friends envious right so, exactly but anyway so yeah, we got uh, you know another week ahead of us, and it yeah. uh, looks like good weather. And yeah, it's gonna be nice, I yeah. think. Mom and Dad are gonna have a great couple of days in Amish country. They're up there for a couple of days, and then um, they're coming back through on Wednesday with some extra company. My aunt and uncle and a couple of their friends are coming by, and sounds like I am uh, doing some Mongolian barbecue style on the Blackstone for everybody Wednesday. Well, good evening. for you. So, so if you guys uh, can make it out to Brandon's on Wednesday night, my head address on out. is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's going to be a good week. I, I think yesterday, I, I, uh, it just was a great day. I, I think the atmosphere, the energy in the room, um, and both services, both services, and, and you know, the Holy Spirit was definitely present, and, and I prayed for that. Honestly, if I we did can too. Be honest, I prayed that that the Holy Spirit would be present and that people would just come ready to worship. And right. Even if the worship team messed up, even if you um, messed up or something, that that they wouldn't be distracted by that, that they, that right. all of our focus would be on God where it needed right. to be. And, and I felt like, man, it's just the, the energy in the room, people's worship was just contagious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good day. Good yeah, it was day. a, it was a really good day. And I thought both services, they sang well, mm-hmm. thought both services were engaged were well, because sometimes yeah. one is not and the other one is, and yep. you're never quite sure what you're going to get. And, um, I thought, um, you know, we had a decent, uh, pretty de- decent crowd and, uh, attendance. And I thought that was really good. Um, I did have somebody after the first service, um, come up and tell me, cause when I, you know, talked about, you know, Dustin and I started talking real fast about, you know, if you do all these things, right. they were like, I thought you were that guy on that commercial that started talking real fast. Oh, remember the guy was that back like late eighties, early nineties, yeah. the micro machines guy. Yeah. That's what they were saying. The micro machines guy. I loved that. <laughs> But no, it was a good day though. It was, it It was was. a good day and a good atmosphere, like you said. And, and again, last, um, after church, just people hanging around talking and, um, just, you know, hanging out in the hallways and before first service, that Mm -hmm. crowd is just there. Well, what was crazy about the first service is there was a ton of people in the room yes before church started usually it's the opposite yeah, usually there's like five people in there you're standing up and getting ready and then everybody and then just like comes hustling come in, in it was almost after. the opposite yesterday yeah. the room was pretty full halfway it was, full it was buzzing I yeah mean, there was just an excitement in the air and yeah I love um, I love the book of James and I hope and I hope everybody who is um, either here or listening or watching online is really, um, you know, tuning into what James is saying because right. James, um, you know, even yesterday's topic, I thought it was a topic that kind of hit, you know, hit us in the face because we hear about those things all the time. Right. You know, favoritism, partiality, uh, discrimination, those things like that. And I thought right. James, um, that's why he's so timeless in, uh, the, the Bible is just timeless. It is. And, and people don't realize it. That it's just absolutely timeless and the message is always um right here for us today right and right. i love that i absolutely love that 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and to realize that, you know, we've talked about it before, but the Bible says it's alive and active. It's sharper oh, yeah. than any double-edged sword. And, you know, you can read it today right, right. and you can read a passage today right. and you'd be like, oh, that's good. And then yeah. read it tomorrow. And, and maybe you're going through something different and be like, oh man, that I needed that. Yeah. It just breathes new life into me yeah. today. And and you just read it the day before and it didn't have that effect on you. Exactly. And I love that about exactly. God's word. Word. Yeah. It's, it's just truth. Yeah. And and it's it is usable for us. Usable right. is that a word? That's well, sure. Let's put it in there. There you go. How do you spell that? <laughs> U S E A B L E. I think it is a word. Okay, we'll we'll just made it one. Yeah, there you go. The Chenault Dictionary. I've started it. I, it's going to be a while before it's published. <laughs> it's published. Yeah, if you ask some of the worship team members, I have quite a few words that I've made up. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, you can ask my family and when they were growing up, and I'd be like, "Hey, guys, ready for dinner?" And they're like, how do you spell that? And I'm like, D-I-N-T-E-R. So my daughter today says, I still don't know if it's dinner or denter. Right. <laughs> right. Nice. But no, yesterday's topic was, um, I thought was good. And, um, it was one of those ones where I was just like, ugh, I don't really want to get, do this one. But, right. you know, the Holy Spirit, like you said, was, was there. The Holy Spirit was working through everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that was the, James was very clear. Yeah. With what he was going to say. I, I love the, um, um, I wasn't going to use it, then decided to throw it in, you know, a few weeks ago, the, uh, the illustration about Mike Bro yeah, dressing good. up like the bag lady and all that. And he's really good at stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who he is and very much get your attention to get you to think about it. But, and I wasn't there, but I do know somebody that was there and they said he literally halted and quieted everybody when they were applauding right. and you know laughing and whistling because they figured out this bag lady's Mike Bro and he got them quiet. He said, I need you dead silent. And he read James chapter two, verse one. Yeah. And um and they said you could hear a pin drop when he was, you know, read it. You know, my brothers and sisters show no partialities. You hold hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. And then he began they said he didn't waste any time. He just jumped right into it and just started hammering. The church can be narrow in its thinking, it can pull mm-hmm. people off track, and we can be prejudiced. Yep. And we don't even know it. Yep. And I thought that was uh that was very powerful. I wish I was there too. Right. Would have been able to see that. Oh, absolutely. So. I've seen that done many times. For those of you who maybe haven't had a chance to listen to the message yesterday, Mike came in dressed as a bag lady. He had all these clothes on and and he just was dingy, nasty, dirty yeah, and dirty. And, and came down and he sat in and I don't know, I mean you I'm sure he got looks, I'm sure you know, yep. some people were probably whispering. They said that as know. he was going down the aisle with his little cart, he was mumbling to himself. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and then it was supposed to be time for him to get up and preach, and no one knew where Mike was. And a couple minutes went by, and finally yep. he stood up and started taking clothes off. Yep. And, and then he kind of hit him upside the head with exactly. the, the old Bible hammer. <laughs> the Bible, the Bible hammer. Yeah. I like that. Whack. <laughs> but I've, I've seen other ministers do that as well. Right. And it's, you know, I think that that is something that, as I've been around churches and, and, and been in ministry now for, my goodness, close to 20 years, um, you've been, what, 36 years? Yeah, about 36 and a half, seven um, years. Since now. I've been born, you've been in ministry. Yeah, way before you were born. Right. <clears throat> but I, uh, I think this is something that is probably in every church at some level. Mm-hmm. At some level, mm-hmm. you know, when we think about the word prejudice today and you hear all of the things that are going on with Black Lives Matter and critical race theory mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. But that's not really what we're talking about here. We're yeah. talking about as Christ followers, 
we can be prejudiced right. to other people. And in a sense, you didn't say this. You got toward the end of the message yesterday. But in a sense, we can become pharisaical. We can we become can. like the Pharisees. We can. Um, because we have our we can our box that we place everything in. Exactly. It has to be, church has to be like this. Right. Worship has to be like this. Right. Uh, the sermon has to be like mm-hmm. this. You can't say that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You shouldn't raise your hands in worship. You right. shouldn't. Right. You know, whatever. Right. And what we gets be- down to the point, I'm right and you're wrong. Exactly. And if you don't do what I say is right, then I'm going to be whatever. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so I think that this is something at some level or not, or some level or another that is evident in every, right. in every church. Right. I, I agree with that because I, I think all of us have been there. All yeah. of us have been in the Pharisee uh, way. And you know, if, however you look at this, prejudice, partiality, what is the main thing going on here? The main right. thing is dividing. Mm-hmm. It is a wedge. Yep. It is a division. And what's division? That's of Satan. Right. Satan is a divider. God is a person who doesn't divide. God is love. God is a merciful God. God is a joiner. God is wants you to live in unity. Mm-hmm. God does not want you divided. So, you know, we could break this down uh, a thousand different ways. And you already mentioned the Black Lives Matter. That is a dividing Mm-hmm. Um, a dividing thing. Yeah. Uh, the critical race theory, division all oh, over yeah. the place, division all yeah. over the place. Even right now with what we're dealing with right now yep. today, masks or no masks, yep. division. Vaccine it, or no this vaccine. This is vaccine yeah. or no vaccine. This is all created by Satan yep. to divide people. And you know what? There's some things that Christians will not be divided on, but there are Christians divided on masks, no mask, vaccine, yep. and not. Yep. So Satan's doing a masterful job. And so... You can become prejudiced and you can become, you know, um, what do you call it? You can Partial. you know, partiality yeah. toward masks or no masks, vaccinating or no vaccinating. So you people, Christian people have to be so um, smart right yep. now yep. to not fall into that because everything that we're seeing right now is about the spiritual world mm-hmm. and people aren't getting it. They're thinking, right. they're thinking, oh, I'm going to die if I don't do this. You know what? Here's the deal. God knows your days. Yep. He knows what days. He, before you were ever born, he yep. knew what day you were going to die. So it, I'm just going to say this. If I died from d- some disease, coronavirus, Delta virus, killed in a car accident, mm-hmm. guess who knew that prior to the, my birth date on August 31st, 1965? God. Yep. He knew the day I was going to die and what I was going to die. Do you think it was an accident? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My days are numbered. Yep. Everybody's days are numbered from the moment they're born, yep. from the moment they're conceived. Exactly. And so I have to put my trust and my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and i got to put my trust and my faith in the truth of God's Word and not allow Satan, not allow the division mm-hmm. and the narrative of the day and the time to divide my loyalties. Right. God, the world. Yep. God, the narrative. I'm going with God every time. Exactly. I'm not yeah. going to go with some godless rhetoric. Right. That's for sure. So. For sure. But I here's the key to this, though. This is really hard because we've all got our feelings and emotions, whether it's race, whether it's marriage, church things, yeah. uh, vaccine, vaccinations, um, masks. You read it yesterday. I read it yesterday. They heard this twice. Yep. Um, it's Jesus' words in John 13, verses 34 and 35, and this is it. He says, so I'm now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Love each other. Hey, love each other when you don't feel like it is basically what Jesus is saying. Am I right? 
Love each other when you feel like you don't want to. He says, love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Right. Wow. How hard is that? Right. But Jesus is just like, you want to prove to the world you, that you're a follower, that you're a disciple, that you really say who you are? Then guess what? Love each other. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love, I was actually thinking, you know, Allie and I were talking, we were, we were riding to town, driving to town yesterday. And, and I, I told her, I said, I knew initially at one time that you were going to be reading that scripture. And when I picked it, I had a pretty good idea that you were probably, cause I knew what the sermon was about. Right. I'd already picked the songs, but I knew that I just wanted a transition right there with the scripture. I felt like right. that was important and just to lead into that next song with God's truth which was they'll know we are Christians by our love. Mm-hmm. And and so I picked that verse, but then as, as I started thinking, I'm like, man, 1 Corinthians 13, the way it begins is, is also just another example of that mm-hmm. where Paul writes to the church in Corinth, and he says, if I could speak all the languages of the earth and of angels, but I didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clangy cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy... And I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge. And if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. And then it goes into the whole, uh, I call it the wedding verses because right. everybody uses them in their right, weddings. Right, but, right. Um, and, and it's a great... I think what, what he lays out there next of love is patient and kind and it doesn't boast. It keeps no record of wrongs. I think that just points to Jesus. It's like, oh, this is 100%. exactly what Jesus is and this is where yeah. we need to, to be. But I love that. You know, if I, I, I could do all of these great things. I can stand up and, and lead the best worship songs and not make a single mistake with my guitar or my vocals exactly. or whatever. Exactly. But if I don't love other people, I'm missing the point because Jesus tells his disciples, here's your command. I'm giving you a new right. command. Love each other. Exactly. And your love for one another is going to prove to the world that you are followers of mine. Exactly. And, and I love that. And it's very, let's, let's just, let's just say this. Let's admit this. It's very difficult to love. I think it's difficult to love right now. It is. Now. And the Bible even talks about in the end times that you're going to see, you know, the love of many are going to go cold. In fact, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, uh, I'm going to read this from the New International from a, some different versions so you can hear what this says. But Matthew 24, 12 says uh, from the NIV, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And I take that to mean that's not the world, but that's also Christians. Our love is going to grow cold. How about this from the NLT, the New Living Translation? It says, sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. I like that version. Sin is around us. The devil's throwing things at us. And so what's going to happen is you're going to see the love of a lot of people go south. And um, and, and I agree. We Jesus' command to love each other is a difficult command. It's a right. very difficult command. I mean... I mean, goodness gracious, when you start breaking that down, you just, but you get to the point where, man, God loved me. Exactly. He loves me. And, um, I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Truthfully. Exactly. And so oh, I'm messy. I'm have to be gross to him. Well, I was going to talk to, oh, to him. Okay. To God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> to you probably too. But, you know. teasing you. You look fine today. You look great. Thanks. I for, I remember to do my hair. Yeah. It looks good. That's. Yeah, looking good. Appreciate that. Yeah. Here, here's the truth with that too, though, is that 
you know, we talk about this and I, I don't want people to get confused. Okay. Because I think there's a difference between love and acceptance. Right. There's a huge difference between love and acceptance. We're called to love each other, but that doesn't mean we have to approve of other people's actions. If I'm doing something that is going against God's will in my life, that's going against God's truth and God's word, and mm-hmm. it is a sin in my life, I want you to call me out. Okay. Is it going to sting? Is it right. going to hurt? Yes, but in doing so, you're loving me. Right. You're saying, hey, Brandon, you, you're a little off track right now, and, and I just want to point this out because I love you. Right. Because I, I want you to to understand what mm-hmm. God has in store for you. Right. And so, you know, I think that that's nowadays love and acceptance have been tied into one. Mm-hmm. And in order to love somebody, you have to accept their actions. You have to accept their decision. You have right. to accept their lifestyle. You have to condone their lifestyle. There's a difference there. Un- 100% there's a difference there. It's kind of like. Forgive and reconciliation. Right. I'm commanded to forgive 100%, but you're not going to always be able to reconcile. Exactly. And so people, Christians, and this is where Satan slips in. Exactly. This is where Satan slips, he, he slips in and he starts messing with your mind and he starts messing with the things of God. And you think because I don't forgive, uh, that I've forgiven, but I got to reconcile. Right. No, 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 no. You may not be able to reconcile. Be able to. Exactly. And that's fine. But your heart has to forgive. Exactly. And it's like love in acceptance, what you were just saying. Yeah, you have to love them. But to accept a lifestyle, mm-hmm. I'm not going to approve of murder, right. murdering right. a baby in the womb. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to improve. I'm not going to condone what God Says condemns. Right. I'm not going to approve what God condemns in my life too. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have stuff going on. You know, you've got stuff yep. going on. People got stuff going on. God condemns that, yeah. and so I'm not going to condone that. Um, so yeah, yeah and that's why I think you have to continue to go back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, you have to be in the Word. Right. You have to. What have you said? What did you say last week? You said it yesterday. James talks. I mean, throughout the book of James, he's pretty much saying, "Know, know the, the word, word and do the Word. Do the Word." And that's what it all comes back to for us. Is we've got to be in our Bible. We have to know what's right mm-hmm. we have to know what's right. wrong so that we can walk that path walk step in step by step with god right because if we're not reading our bible oh if yeah we're just going to church for an hour on a sunday or if we're watching church online for an hour on a sunday or we listen to a couple of worship songs every now and then that's we're still not there's there's maybe some biblical truth in that right right but we're not taking time daily to be in God's right. word. And, and I'll be the first to admit, that's not always the easiest thing to do. No. Um, I've been terrible about it up until the past couple of years. Yeah. And um, when we started the Bible recap, I think that was the best thing for me personally. And It got you just reading. It got me reading. Just to be reading through it and not doing it for a song or a lesson. It. Exactly. Or, yeah. And, and then on top of that, you know, and we've talked about it before, Allie and I read together. I think that's even more important for me because I'm an audible person. I like to hear it. And so we read out loud every every night. Or do you listen to James Earl Jones read it? On Dude, the Bible? I should. I love his voice. Now, if Morgan Freeman read the Bible, I would listen to that every single day. That would be pretty good. Yeah. And it <laughs> says in James chapter four that God. Yeah. Go for it. There we go. I'm, all of a sudden, best, I all of a sudden Morgan, you started looking like uh, Morgan Freeman, right? You know, he did play God. I did know that. Yeah, he yeah. did play God. But. He also played Miss Daisy's driver, so yeah. <laughs> right. So either way, I mean, whatever. Exactly. No, <laughs> uh, he's a good dude, from what I can tell. 
but no, I think that you know all of that stuff ties in, and you're absolutely right. Just kind of coming back to what you were talking about, Satan's going to use what he can, where he can, when he can to get us off track from where God wants us to be. Right. And when we're talking about prejudice inside the church, which is more what you were centered on yesterday, right. wasn't, you know, wasn't dealing with the world. The world, and you, we've yeah. said this before, the world is always going to be the world. Right. right. The world is always going to be off track of where God right. calls us to be. But inside the church, Satan is going to use our likes and our dislikes. Mm-hmm. Satan's going to use mm-hmm. our um, personal, whatever you want to call them, our um our our likes and dislikes our, right right yeah. what you feel like you're right on or you know and somebody else is wrong on and it's not even biblical right you know we we get into that whole that whole thing it's kind of like you know talked about you know well we can talk about it as we close out but the restoration movement type yes. thing you know yeah. you think you're right yep. you just think you're right 100% and um i had somebody come up to me after the first service and they were like i loved it when you said let me just make this simple for us today just align yourself with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Just align yourself with the word of God. Yeah. And they told me they went when you said that you were. They were like, I was like, that's it. That's right. what I have to do. Why am I fighting this? Right. And that's easier than said it than is. done. It is. It is. Uh, but yeah, think about it when you're when your own life when you have been walking in step with the Spirit and you've aligned yourself with God's word. How much better your life is, even though you're still experiencing the, the same things that you would normally experience. It's so much better. God gets you through. So like if you feel spiritually attacked, if you're aligning yourself with God, it's not as a rough to go through. Mm -hmm. If you're physically attacked, if you're walking and aligning yourself with God, it's a little different than when you're not doing that. Right. So, um, and that's twofold is, you know, we, we talked about being in the word, but it's also you look at Jesus and his examples. What did he do so often? Especially like right after he, he just got done doing some big, you know, he fed the 5,000. What did he do? Says he slipped off by himself to what? To pray. Pray. I mean, he, he spent right. time with God praying. Um, and I think that's so important. Personal preference was the wording that I was looking for earlier, you know, okay. and we all have that. Right. We all have personal preference. I, I, you know, I have the style of music that I, I like. You have the style of, you know, it, do you listen to music when you work out? I do. What, you know, what type, what type of stuff do you listen to? You can be honest. I listen to country. Okay. I listen to not hold on, hold on, hold on. Not new country. No, it's because new country ain't country. No, no, no. It's uh, it's it's classic country. It's uh, the classic country. It's Ernest Tubb and Waylon okay. Jennings and Willie. you know Patsy Cline and Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash yep. and Merle Haggard mm-hmm. and and then I'll listen to Elvis and then I'll listen to sixties and fifties music. Okay. That's what I listen to. That's my yeah. preference. And I'm going to be honest. If you're listening, you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this. I love. Really good southern gospel music. Okay. I do. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll throw that on. And so when I've been working out or running, I've been listening to Skillet. I've been listening to, Skillet. you know, that hard Christian rock because I love it. It, it, that's, isn't that what the Manson family listened to? I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, you know, I, I love their music and, and, you know, went running this morning with Jordan and Christian, my two oldest, and okay. they love Skillet. Christian is all about it. We're, um, I'm hope I got to order tickets today, hoping to take him to see Skillet for his birthday in September. And so that's going to be fun because I'm not sure how much longer John Cooper's voice is going to hold out the way that he sings. Um, didn't realize they've been at it for like 25 years. Wow. Um, but no, I, I think that is a testament of itself. You've got your music that kind of gets you in your groove. Right. I've got my music and the same is true with our stuff at church. It doesn't make one right and the other wrong. Yeah, you can't put your 
preference and your likes and dislikes in front of God. Exactly. Because if I put my likes and dislikes in front of God, then, um, you know, um, that's worship. I'm worshiping yeah. something other than God. Right. And that's what I was going to say. At the end of the day, God is glorified, and that's the only thing that matters. It doesn't right. matter necessarily how it, how it's done. Right. As long as it is it in alignment, as long as it is in alignment, right, with His Word, yeah, and and I think that's 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 what we have to do. We everything that we do has to be in step with with God. Yeah. Now, are we always going to do, to do that? Absolutely right. not, because sure. we're all we all get tired, mm-hmm. we all get hungry, mm-hmm. we all don't sleep well. There's all kinds of stuff. Work isn't going. Uh, the national news, the local news, the governor, the whatever. And or in we, your case, the weather. The weather, yeah. yeah. I, although today <laughs> it's perfect, glorious. Um, but you know, you get all that, and then you throw just you know the spiritual attacks in on top of that. Right. We're we're human, and, right? And here's the thing, and and I believe this with all my heart. God allows for that, yeah. Because as long as you are connected and aligned mm-hmm. with Him, He allows for that. Yeah. It's it's the grace of that. I mean, yeah. how many times have your wife, or you, or me, or my wife, allowed each other grace because we were having a bad day, yeah. Yeah. or we were, you know, you popped off and said something you shouldn't have said. But you didn't go back at it, right. or she didn't go back at it because they're giving you a little grace because it's like, you know, they're having a bad day or they didn't sleep well or, or whatever. So you just kind of let that go. I, I, I feel like that God do, allows yeah, for those things for sure. in our life um, to See, have that happen. Has Anita ever asked you if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed? Do I have to answer that? No, we know. Allie asks me that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Right. I, I don't have an attitude. <laughs> right. It's like, wow, you're edgy. What do you mean by I'm edgy? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's, but that's, that's just so true. And, you know, just, I think what it comes down to is being aware. Right. You know, it's being aware of where we need to be and, and realizing when we're off track. And that goes back to know the word and do the word. Right. Um, you know, know what's most important and, and do it. Right. Well, James, I love James because, you know, the chapter two, it's verses one through 13 is what we really took a pause at yesterday. And, um, you know, he talks about, um, you know, if you favor some people over others and then he says, for example, suppose somebody comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes, expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention to the one to the good and give him a good seat because he's a rich person, and then you say to the uh, person who's poor, go stand over there, you treat them differently, right. that should not happen. So I kind of broke it down into here's a what and a why of what was going on. Yes. And so the what was don't show partiality. And so um that's what he is telling us. And then why don't show partiality um, is basically, I said, why you dishonor God and you reveal in your heart that you do not understand the gospel of Jesus Christ. So right. if we start playing favorites, if we start giving people special you know, status or recognition because they are of a certain, um, you know, status of financial or power or athletics or music or mm-hmm. whatever, then we have just shown partiality yeah. and we have shown them that uh, we're not really following the gospel. I was going to say, and then the opposite of that is if you are, you know, if you're not showing partiality, if you are loving, then you're doing what Jesus said. Exactly. You're showing, you're, you're known by your fruit. Right. You're showing the rest of the world that you're disciples of his. Exactly, and James actually says in uh, verse four, it's discrimination. Yes, he he actually yep. here's what he says in verse four: Doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Right. So 
What is the motive behind that? Is the motive that you're buttering up to this guy or you're sidling up to this guy because it's to glorify God? I'll guarantee it's because you got something in the back of your mind. Right. And if that happens, then James just says that is an evil motive. That's evil. Yep. And, um, yep. you know, I, um, I love the fact that James throughout the entire book just lays it on the line. He calls us out for for what it is, and right. that's why I like him. I, yeah. That's why that's why I think he's so relevant for us today. Because um, right. you know he get, he gets your attention quickly. Right. I love uh, your analogy yesterday. You said you know suppose somebody comes in and they come into our church service here and they're wearing jeans and their shirts untucked and they're not wearing a tie and then you were like oh wait that's me, that's me. sorry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That is all me, my right. friend. So, <laughs> yeah, but and I think I've seen, I've seen a change in that. Yeah, I mean, I think even here, if I'm going to be honest at, and and kind of put RCC under the microscope, that analogy right there, I think I think RCC has grown in that right. over the years because there was a time I've I've heard comments, why aren't you wearing a tie? Why aren't blah 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 blah? And I've you know my personality, I just kind of shrug that off and it's like. You know, God doesn't really care. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. Right. But I've seen a change in that. And, you know, I don't believe that people are scrutinized or frowned, you know, looked down upon because right. of the way they dress. Right. Um, and, and I think that is just changing a culture. Right. It really is. Right. And, and that's really coming back to where, you know, what's the main thing? Right. We got to keep the main thing the main thing. Right. The main thing is we are here as. You know, brothers and sisters in Christ to glorify right. God, to grow together, to learn together, and to worship. Right. And and it doesn't matter if you're wearing shorts or you're wearing the nicest right. suit out there. God's getting the glory. And as long as you know, when we focus mm-hmm. on what we're wearing, then then we're putting the focus on something other than God. Right. And and exactly. I'm just using clothing as as an example, but it can go, you know, in so many different oh, ways yeah. there too. Yeah. I um I agree with that, and um you know we have. We have such an opportunity to show the world we're different. Right. We have, we, we, we have the opportunity today in 2021 to show the world that we truly are the disciples of Jesus Christ and we are going to love people and we are going to help lead them to where we need to go. And here's the thing about this. And I think I said this yesterday because all these are running together for me now. Right. But, um, I think I said this yesterday is like, um, we are to love people and we are to show them the gospel of Jesus Christ. But what is part of the gospel message? Part of the gospel message is is that Brandon Chenault is a sinner, that Craig Brads is a sinner. That is like the gospel message. I have to realize I am a sinner before what? I can ask God to forgive me of my sins and come clean and repent of my sins before him. But when I do that from my heart, guess what? It's over. God to- f- fully um, you know, forgives my sins. Exactly. And so when you look at that, the world and even some Christians, oh, you can't tell them they're sinners. Well – Jesus did. John the Baptist did. That's why Jesus Christ came to the world to show here to show us you're a sinner, but I'm going to die for your sins. But here's what here's now what you can do to walk into the kingdom. And um, yeah, it's just it literally my mind is like it befuddles my mind when Christians are like, oh, you can't you can't talk about sin. People will people will get mad. People what people they won't understand it. Well, you know what? Everybody in 2021 says anything that they want. If they don't want to get this, then they just decide not to get it. Exactly. That's my feeling on it. But, you know, I could be wrong. That's good stuff. It is very, um, it's very good. Um, It's a good topic, though. 
I love um I love James two eight kind of goes along with what um you know Jesus said the scripture you read and I read too in there where in James two eight he says it's good when you obey the royal law found in the scriptures love your neighbor as yourself mm. here we are back to the same thing again. yep love your neighbor as yourself yeah and hey can we just admit something there is a ton of self love going on right now right right and it's been going on for a long. Mm-hmm. Long time selfies and oh, yeah. here's what I'm doing. Post this on Instagram, post this on Facebook, post this on Twitter. Here's what I'm eating. Here's what I'm buying. Here's what I'm, I'm getting out of the shower. Here's me brushing my teeth. We are so in love with ourselves. That, yep. And I think this is a part of the, the scheme of Satan mm-hmm. to get us to focus on us where we're not focusing on anybody it's, else. It's Look at me, me culture. see me. Yeah. Me. And yeah. so no wonder the love of many are going to grow cold. No, no wonder when it comes right. to that. A couple of verses later, you read this, uh, you know, he then talks about, you know, verses 9 through 11, if you favor some other than, you know, over others, um, you know, you're guilty of breaking the law. But then in verse 12, he says this, so whatever you say or do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. Exactly. You know, and that, that's a sobering fact. That is a sobering like, fact. One day we are going to be judged and God is essentially is going to be like... Show me your fruit. Exactly. Where's your fruit? What exactly. Did you, what, what did you do for me? Not that, not that you know, it's a faith all about works. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we're saved by God's mm-hmm. grace and by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But you know, if we're truly saved and we're walking in, you know, step with His Spirit, then guess what? Right. Our actions are going to follow that exactly, and and they're going to represent that salvation that we're living in exactly. That's and that's and that's a really good um, point. And to go along with that, verse twelve. If you go back to verse nine, you just you know you alluded mm-hmm. to. He says, "If you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin." Yeah. And I don't. And that's why I said I don't think we look at it like that. Right. And he says, "You are guilty of breaking the law." And then he goes on to talk about you know murder and adultery, and so would say you know you could look at somebody and they'd say, "Well, you know what? Well, at least I didn't commit adultery. Right. At least I never murdered anybody." But you still showed favoritism. You yeah. discriminated, so you're guilty of breaking the law. Guess what? That is a sin, just like murder, just like adultery. And I don't think we we pin those things yeah. down uh, like that. So, and verse twelve, like you said, is really good because mm-hmm. that's a sobering yeah. passage. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I like the Matt Chandler quote. That was good. It was a little lengthy, but it was really mm-hmm. good. And he says, "God expects and God demands that we obey Him." If we hear the word of God and we do not do it, then it me- reveals that we might not truly be saved. Mm. If we hear the word and we say, I don't care, then we should be restless in our soul. God is not making demands for perfections. That would be insane. We are not perfect and we will never be perfect because it's about progress, not about perfection. And I love that. Yeah. And then he says, if we have no desire to progress, and I like this part because this is true, and we... and and we see no progress in our lives, then label yourself correctly. Unbeliever. Mm. Yikes. Wow. When I first saw that quote, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I read that three or four times. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. He's right. If there's no progress, no fruit in my life, guess what? Yep. Truthfully, I'm an unbeliever. Right. So let's just label it rightly for, exactly. for what it is. Exactly. And so even when it comes to this part of discrimination and comes to this part of showing partiality and, you know, treating people differently because of a status or, or whatever, yeah, that, that goes for that too. Right. Label yourself, you know, correctly because yeah. 
James says you're committing a sin when mm-hmm. you do that. Well, and I was going to ask you about that. It's, it's just a great segue into kind of where my mind was going. I think I know the answer to this. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Um, but you read there James 9, uh, 2, 9. If you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin. How much has even the church downplayed that word? Sin. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, they, you know, they may be off track. or But we, we've got to start calling sin what it is, and it's sin. And, and I've, you know, had that conversation with my kiddos um, and, and had that, you know, I had to break that down, and now it's kind of flown back in my face mm-hmm. where I'll say something, and, and I I do it kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it's like, oh, no, well, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's like, um, Dad, you're lying. That's a sin. <laughs> okay. She I was, called you out. I was joking. <laughs> but, no, I think that over the years, we downplay it. Were, and right. we downplay, well, they're just misguided or right. whatever word you want to I use I like your there. voice for that, too, by the way. That's What's right. that? It's just misguided. You like my voice? Right, right. Yeah. I like that. It's just yeah. misguided. They're, they're just – they're on the wrong track. Well, no, they're living in sin. Yeah, and let's, let's, let's talk about that for a second. The, you know, because we, we have a tendency – and church people have a tendency mm-hmm. to rank these sins as really high. Okay, Abortion, murder, that is huge. Mm-hmm. Maybe adultery is second on the, on the pole, and then you start ringing. Then, then when we get to this, gossip, mm-hmm. um, dissension, mm-hmm. um, and gossip is you're talking even in your own family. Yep. Even in your own family. Um, dissension is when you're going against somebody at church or you're mm-hmm. going against another believer and you're getting in pockets of people and you're talking god has some yeah. and his word has a lot to say about that exactly. in fact that's like one of the seven things god hates says he is dissension them. Yeah. huh he says he detests them. he detests it yeah and so but you and i i won't say you and i because I, I i detest it myself but um but the like church people, they don't see that as a sin. They don't see that as as being right. wrong. It's just, well, I'm I'm expressing my opinion. You know what? Maybe you just need to keep the trap shut. Right. Seriously. Right. Just shut the, shut what you want to mm-hmm. say, and turn that back over to God, and let's watch yeah. God do it. You don't always have to express what yeah. you think, right? I don't need to hear what you think, whether you like it or not, and you don't need to know what I think. Yeah. You don't have to. And that's the that's what God wants us to do. I think if we did that, I think we'd see a, a huge yeah. difference. And, and I think the best thing what what I found in my life, and and you, um, I think have have spoken this into into me over the past couple of years. That you know, when I have somebody that I'm kind of frustrated with, whether they know it or not, if I just take some time and I take a, a week, two weeks, and I pray for that person. Mm-hmm. It changes my heart toward them. It does. It changes my vision toward the situation. Exactly. And God makes a work in in my life. Right. Um, and so I think that that that's a such that's so much of an important practice. It is very important. Um, it's really hard to do though. It is. I mean, think about it. It is because you you don't your first reaction is what you want to go you want to handle it right. And sometimes let God handle it exactly. And really, that's. That's the hardest part because do I trust God enough to handle this? Right. And if I'm praying about it, and I don't know if you're like me or not, but there are sometimes a situation or a person, I'll just be like, God, I have no idea what to even pray about. Right. You know my heart. I want your outcome. 
I want you, I want your desires. Your will be done. And yeah, exactly. And here's what I want. But if that is not anywhere near what you want, then I am going to follow you and I'm going to be okay with that. Yeah. I just, I, I literally will say, God, I am so tired. Yep. I can't do this right now. I'm going to turn this over to you. Thank you for taking charge. And I may not yeah. see anything or hear anything for weeks. Right. And then all of a sudden I'll hear something. I'll be like, I'll walk around a corner. I'll be just like, thank you, God. Thank you for being in control. Thank you for taking care of this. Yeah. And you can know, you know, God did it. Yep. You know, he did it. And I think it's okay. You know what you said there. I think it's important for people to understand. It's okay for you to say, God, this, this is what I want in this circumstance. Right. This is, this is the outcome I'm looking for, but mm-hmm. not my will, yours. Um, right. Kind of that idea we talked about a few weeks ago with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even if, you know, we know that our God can save us from the fire, but even if, he doesn't. We're still going to praise him, right? Um, you know, Mercy Me's got a song that's based off of that passage of scripture called "Even If," right? Know, even if the healing doesn't come, right? Um, I mean, don't you feel like that even now, like today? Yeah. Um, in 2021, a virus or whatever come, whatever they throw our way, God has the power to do whatever He wants to do, mm-hmm. and I believe that in yeah. my heart. And even if He doesn't, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, exactly. And I would never stop. I would never change my tune, right? Ever. Right. So yeah, it's really good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to listen to that. It's a good song. It is a very good song. So, but yeah, no, I think that, you know, just kind of kind of going back to where we started there. I think the world definitely has downplayed this idea of sin, but I've seen it infiltrate into the right. church too where it's like, you know, we have to start calling it what it is. And and sin's a sin. Right. And we have to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um I have to acknowledge that in my life. I have to, when I am living in a sin or I, I have a sin that I'm struggling with, I can't say, well, this is just a tough time I'm going through. No, I've got to call it for what it is. Brandon, this is a sin in your life, and you have to surgically remove it. Right. You have to rip it out. Um, you know, allow God to create a, a clean mm-hmm. heart in me. Oh, yeah. And so. Yeah, 100% on that. Um, when uh, just talking about our, you know, our passage um, from James, um and we're talking about, you know, judging and we're talking about treating people differently, discrimination, uh, partiality. Right. Um, I love Jesus's words in Matthew 7, 2. Mm. And, you know, because it's like, okay, James said this, but listen to what Jesus says. You will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. Ouch. And so I'm going to go out on a limb here. That means that even with my best friend, if I'm judging and ripping somebody up, Mm-hmm. That's the standard that's going to be used against me. Right. If I'm with my family members and I'm ripping somebody up, because people people are really Christians are really good. Like, well, it's my family. Doesn't make it doesn't make a hill of beans difference. Right. It just doesn't make difference at all. It means that you do that, you're playing with fire because what you're doing there is how you're going to be judged. Right. So you got to really. When I look at this, it's like God looks at your heart. So if you're doing this to find, you're doing this in God's will. And you're trying to find a solution? Okay, fine. Perfect. Right. Your heart's 100% pure. But if your heart is, say, 95% pure, pure and not, and 5% off, well, you better stop right. because it's got to be pure before yeah. God, before you go down that road. Uh, because, you know, all that comes from, you know, James, um, even in chapter one, what, qua- or is it for what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your own evil desires? Exactly. So that gets into it, even with this, you know, with, 
you know, races mm -hmm. and masks yep. and vaccinations. It comes from your own evil desire. Somebody has some evil desires that they're posing on you, mm -hmm. and so it causes a split and it causes yep. um, a huge division. Right. And so, goodness. Yeah. It's a lot. You know, I, when I read through this, um, two verse two or chapter two verses one through 13, you look at this, you can kind of skim over it, but when you start landing in it, it's some heavy waters to go through. It is. It is it some is. heavy waters to go through. Yeah. But. So next time you and Dustin start talking about me, you need to second guess that and <laughs> repent. <laughs> repent of that, you know, talking about my height and how short I am. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. So <laughs> I, I pick on myself about my height. I like the, your, your t-shirt because you look a little taller in that. So that's you really know, nice. When you design the logo, you, you can have yourself, control yeah. over how tall you are. Exactly. I didn't make myself as tall as you. No, you did not. I mean, it's, it's close. I I think you're just leaning harder than I am. I think I might be. Yeah. I'm just leaning into you a little harder. You can't see it, yeah. but I'm standing on a couple phone books there, <laughs> too. No, and you, you talked about it a little bit. Um, i got to even find it. The You talk about the restoration movement. Um, that was one of my, in college, that was one of my favorite classes. Right. I was kind of going through the restoration movement. I gave the, the cliff note, a cliff note, a cliff note. Oh, man, version. you gave the very cliff noted version, but, you know, the Stone Campbell mm -hmm. um, movement and all of that. But you, their, the restoration movement slogan, you said, you know, restoration movement churches aren't even doing following it the slogan. They're not all. even doing it themselves. We are not the only Christians, but Christians only. Right. And, and that, if you think about that, I mean, it, at first it sounds cute and that's, that's right. nice, but truly think about no, it. Think about it. Man, that's profound. Very profound. And it's very deep. Yeah. Because, it, and, and you said, as you closed the service out yesterday, you said there are certain things that we have to stand on mm -hmm. 100%. Right. You know, we have to, to stand on the fact that Jesus Christ came as a man. Mm -hmm. He lived a sinless, perfect life. Mm -hmm. He was fully human, mm -hmm. yet fully God, mm -hmm. died on a cross, was dead, stone cold right. dead, was buried in a tomb. Three days later, mm -hmm. rose from the dead. Exactly. Now he sits at God's right hand. Right. One day he's coming back. He's going to judge the world. Um, you know, you, you, there are certain things, baptism, certain things the Bible right. speaks on that are non-negotiable. They're non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. You call them non-negotiable. When I talk to people, I call them salvation issues. Right. You know, is this a salvation issue where the Bible is very black and white about this? Mm -hmm. Or is this not a salvation issue? Because there mm -hmm. are some things that, you know, I'll just throw it out there. Non-instrumental church. Mm -hmm. Is that a salvation issue? Mm -mm. I don't think so. Mm -mm. If that is the way that someone chooses to worship, mm -hmm. that, that's fine. Right. Now, I don't necessarily fully agree with with their theology behind that. A right. lot of non-instrumental churches will say, well, we don't use instruments because the New Testament never mentions instruments being used in worship. Okay, but it also doesn't not mention it either. It doesn't say that you can't. Right. But if that's how you choose to worship and you can fully give God your, your devotion, your worship, great. Right. Who cares? I mean, that's as long as God is being honored, as long as God is being glorified, it doesn't matter. That's not a salvation issue. No, not at Those all. Those other things we mentioned, and there are a few more as well. Those are salvation issues. Mm -hmm. They're non-negotiable. Right. Um, and so, you know, we are not the only Christians, but, but we're, we're Christians, Christians only. only. It's and, a good, um, it, I love, I love like that restoration movement. Um, 
how they started that to get back right. to the basics of New Testament Christianity yep. and the teachings of Jesus Christ because, you know, Stone and Campbell, they, yep. they realized how far that we had swayed and we're talking way yes. 150 years ago. And so, I mean, they'd definitely be rolling in their graves right oh, now. It's, they'd it's, be rolling in their graves to see how the Christian church has actually done right. since they have passed on. And, and I think that's with anything. You right. get down the line and you deviate and you get your personal preferences in and exactly. you get your feelings in and, and your wants and all of that. And then you, you deviate from where you began. Well, it's, Stone and Campbell, they were, you know, they were trying to break away from that, um, that almost that Pharisee traditional, exactly. um, legalistic. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were trying to break away from. Right. And to get people to realize it's about Jesus Christ. It's about New Testament and what the Bible says and what the Bible says about the New Testament church. Right. To get back to that. They would flip their gourd right oh, now man. if they knew that we got in fights and churches split over carpets and colors of walls and stained yep. glass windows and wooden pulpits and mm-hmm. big furniture and you can't move this and you've got to put a plaque on this. They literally would be rolling in their graves yeah, right absolutely. now. I, you know, I'm not dead and I roll in my grave when that happens. Right. I mean, Abortion flips me bigger than anything. Right. And when church people bring in carpets and pews and they get chapped about that, that is that is just as sinful as abortion to me because that is dissension, right. that is a wedge, that is a dividing thing, and you know what? It means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, people need to get over themselves. Yeah. And they need to get back to the New Testament teachings of Jesus Christ, and they need to get back to what Jesus says. And what's Jesus say? It's going to all the world and preach and teach the gospel exactly. and make disciples of all nations. And that's, and if you're yes. not doing that and you're griping about something that's going on yeah. in a church building, shame on you. Yeah. Absolutely shame on you. You need to re- reexamine your life. Yeah. So I don't know how much plainer I can say it. No, exactly. I think that's absolutely true because the truth of the matter is, is exactly what you mentioned there. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, where Jesus commands his disciples, the Great Commission. You know, that that's our mission. It hasn't changed. Mm-mm. There are people... Every single day, dying, going to hell because they do not know Jesus as their Savior. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to put it. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can sugarcoat that. Mm-hmm. You you closed out yesterday with a quote from the great theologian, Steve Green. He is a great I looked theologian. at my kids, and they couldn't—I forgot to talk to him about it later because you pulled him up, and the picture that you showed of him, he's a little more aged than he right. used to be. Right. But I, I tried to mouth— Prayer bear because my kids love the the prayer bear. Oh videos. yeah, that's right. You told me that. And, right, right. And Steve Green did the the prayer bear videos where he had that little yeah. animatronic bear that's that talked funny. and all that stuff. Yeah. And my kids absolutely, all three of them love love that show. We have the DVDs at home, and so every yeah, now and good. then they'll, they'll want to watch them. And, and it's good stuff. It's good right. lessons. But he sang the song, probably his most famous song, if I had probably I guess, hands yes. down, and did it fabulous. Oh he, actually. yeah, absolutely. He did it great. But he, you know, the, the lyrics of the chorus and the song's titled, People Need the Lord. People Need the Lord. And, and the lyrics say, People Need the Lord. At the end of broken dreams, he's the open door. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. When will we realize people need the Lord? Mm-hmm. When will we, when will we realize? Because we get so hung up on things that really at the end of the day, if the world was no no longer here, they wouldn't matter. It means nothing. It means nothing. I, and we sing the song, and we've mentioned it before, uh, more like Jesus, mm-hmm. Passion, um, the Passion Band does. And that chorus, or the bridge, gets me every time right. when it says, this world is dying to know who you are. Right. Uh, that right. 
more often than not, that that bridge is going to choke me up because mm-hmm. I think of that in a different light, and I think of it in this world is dying not knowing who you are. Exactly. And, and they are dying to know who God is, to know the truth. Right. And they're dying not knowing the truth. And Steve Green's right. People need the Lord. And so when we allow other things and, and prejudices mm-hmm. um, to get in our way, then then we're missing the point. Oh, we definitely and, and are. And Satan has then used those things. He's used our preferences. He's used the things that we like mm-hmm. to deviate us, to get us off track of from where God wants us. And where God wants us is Matthew mm-hmm. 28, go into all the world, preach the gospel, teach what I've told you, baptize them. Exactly. And um, there are so many times we miss the boat there. Well, the part that I quoted yesterday of the... Uh, at the for the song i actually should have done did it more justice and did right, a couple of verses right. because he starts off in the song the lyrics i think hit us today in 2021 mm-hmm. as much as they did when he sang that first what 1984 five right. or whatever but he says every day they pass me by mm-hmm. i can see it in their eyes empty people filled with care headed who knows where and this is the part that kind of jabs me on they go through private pain and this is the thing for today living fear to fear Laughter holds their silent cries, only Jesus hears. And then mm. he goes into, people need the Lord, people need yeah. the Lord. At the end of Broken Dreams, he's the open door. And so you look at that and you're like, you know, yeah, God, can you keep that in my forefront? Right. Can you keep that in the front of my mind that people literally need to know who you are? And, you know, and if there's somebody's listening here and they're like, well, you know, what about an old hymn? How about this old hymn at Calvary? Like the first, like right. the first verse. It says, years I've spent in vanity and pride, caring not that my Lord was crucified. And, you know, and I can even go out on a limb and say that even today as Christians, sometimes we're still spending our time in vanity and pride. Right. And we put our likes and our dislikes over what God wants. And so basically when we do that, we're caring not that my Lord was crucified. Right. And so I think we have to be very aware, especially today. And I think the word that I use more than anything for myself is you have to be intentional Mm -hmm. about not doing these things. Right. And when you talk about, and I've said this before in sermons, you know, you got to know it, you got to do the word, but you got to practice it. You have to practice it. Right. It's like practicing, you know, if you're going to play soccer or football, baseball, basketball, whatever you're going to play. Guitar. Guitar. You got to practice. Yeah. You, you literally have to practice. Um, you know, when you stand up to speak, you know, I'll guarantee you that <laughs> at times I've gotten up and spoke before, but there are things that you have to practice. Yep. And, and like I reading scripture, I make sure that I, and sometimes I do mess it up, yep. but I don't want to mess it up. Right. I practice reading those scriptures because I want those to come out the way they're written. Right. I don't want to fudge on any word. And so, but sometimes I mess yeah. up because you knew your mind exactly. gets in the way, but. And people probably don't know you go in a couple of times a week into, into our sanctuary with the TV on and you go through the certain scriptures that mm-hmm. you're going to read from the TV just because, you know, it's not to make you look good. No. We practice an hour and a half normally on every Thursday evening. The worship right. team does. That's not to make us look good, but it's to help Make sure that there are no distractions, right? So that there is just an open pathway for people right. to worship God. Same, same with speaking, right? You know, that's the reason you practice. That's the reason you run through your messages, right? So that there are no distractions, no distractions. So that people don't see you, exactly. But they see, they see God, God, 
and that's all. Yeah. Um, I ended the message yesterday with uh, Titus two twelve, and I didn't have it on mm-hmm. our on our screen because I just threw it in at the last minute. And I, I and I thought this is this is very James like, right? Titus two twelve is very James like. Turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. Hmm. I thought that was very yeah. James like. Was and uh, is <laughs> yeah, yeah right. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's some good stuff, and I love the book of James. And um, you know, not only when I read it, it convicts me; it works in my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, he's very, very right in your face sometimes. Yeah. But he's very he's he has the has the way of allowing you to see what you need to see. And so next week, we dive into chapter three, mm. and oh my goodness, it's the first part of the chapter about the tongue, and. Um, Wow. If, if there's ever a message for a world today and for a Christian people and a world outside of the church, it's about controlling our tongue because literally nobody controls their tongue. Right. Nobody. Yep. How sad is that? It is. Yeah. Sorry. He just, he, he, he's a narcoleptic. He just fell asleep on me. <laughs> no, I'm good. Is that narcoleptic or yeah. kleptomaniac? No, that's no kleptomaniacs when okay. you steal things. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No. Narcoleptics when you can fall asleep anyways. There was a girl in college that I swear she was a narcoleptic. Now granted it was like old testament survey, eight yeah. o'clock in the morning, right. seven thirty in the morning, whatever it was. Seriously, she fell asleep in class every single day. She always sat in the back of the room and she would be and so we'd mess with we'd sit around her and mess with her stuff and take it was funny. That's what back of the rooms are made for, right? Right. It, it's exactly. like those people that sit in the back in the coves. I know they're sleeping back there. I just can't see I'm them. Pretty sure they are. I know they're, I know they're sleeping right? back there. They get their extra snooze in. So exactly. But uh, we've got a, another week ahead of us, and um, good week, hopefully. And um, we got a lot of you know a few things taking place again on tomorrow at one is popsicles in the park popsicles for the park. kids, and uh, Wednesday night is the. Um, the school, the school giveaway. giveaway. School and supply giveaway. That's from 5.30 to 7.30. I think so. 5 to 7.30 5 to 7.30 to 7. So Information's on the website. Information's on the website. Absolutely. And um, so, yeah, there's a couple good things coming up. A week uh, from Tuesday night is a night of prayer. And um, that should be a good night, as always. So yeah. Special guest that night. Special guest, Corey Smith. So you want to make yeah. sure you tune in for that. He's in... Big high demand, so he is. we were lucky to pull him down. And you think he'll bring cheesecake? He might. Hmm. He's got those little goats too at his house. Have you seen those? They have, they ra- they're raising goats. I, yeah, I have seen those. Have they're you seen? cute. They're cute, man. They're crazy. They look like stuffed animals. So if Corey comes and he brings cheesecake, does that make that a cheap date? It's exactly what that makes. <laughs> Corey, you're Brandon's cheat date on Tuesday night. <laughs> no, I can't have a cheat day that, that early, but yeah, no, I got a, uh, I got a part coming for my motorcycle tonight. So oh, good for you. I'm hoping that that thing is, is back alive. I have not ridden it since Christian was a baby. 2014 is when my tags expired. So I need to go get my tags renewed and all that Uh-oh. stuff. But so hopefully right now it's all apart. Like the gas tank is off and, um, the battery, I had to go get a new battery, so it doesn't have a battery in it. But right. It's like, hopefully I can be like, it's alive. <laughs> well, here, revving your engine going down Route 4 like you own it. Yeah, it's not a Harley, so it's a Honda. It's wow. a cruiser, but so it doesn't sound like, I can knock the baffles out of the pipes maybe. You should do that. Yeah. Just rev them. Just, Just rev, rev them. Yeah. Well, so good day. Good day yesterday. Good morning yeah. to start off with. And um who knows what's going to happen. And 
just uh, appreciate everybody who does listen to us and everybody who's uh, ordered T-shirts or wanted a T-shirt. I know we had a few people yesterday get T-shirts. So um, yeah. had a couple of got... people ask about stickers. We do have stickers on the way as well. So Perfect. If you want a sticker? I do want a sticker. Ordered some of those. I do like those. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for just hanging in there and listening uh, with us. And, again, if um, you guys like this and you want to pass this along to somebody who you think might enjoy this and give them something to listen to while they're on a trip or driving or going back and forth to work, uh, shoot it their way and have them subscribe. And if you haven't already subscribed, just go ahead and do that and you can get the updates when, when these are posting and yep. you'll know what's going on and but just thank you guys for for hanging in there with us and listening yep we appreciate you yep. we hope you have a great week and-